with Glenn Jones across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Now I mentioned last week, didn't I, how I'd spotted this great article on the Cambridge University Hospitals NHS Foundation Trust website recently about how staff at Addenbrooke's emergency department have been saying thank you to a Cambridgeshire Freemason for his efforts delivering 32 thousand bears to local hospitals and health hubs. Jim Whitehead's been speaking outside the hospital. I've been doing it for 20 years now. I first contacted the authorities here in June and July of 2002. And by the time I'd got everybody on board and everything organised, the actual formal launch was in January of 2003. So it's now nationwide and we've done well over three and a half million. But the main idea is not really uh, to, to, to please children with the teddy bears. The basic idea is to actually help the medical staff to look after them. 20 years and many thousands of bears later, Jim's handing the roll over to fellow Freemason Tony Barrios. Well, I think we're moving into the world of social media as well. So there's an awful lot of things on, on social media that we can uh, use the teddies for to advertise to people what we do. Uh, and, it, and it's a new world. And Jim's asked me to take on this brave new world for him. So I'm going to give that a go. And it sounds like the bears are a bit of a hit with the youngsters, as its mum explains. Before she was a bit upset because she had to be examined, but um, since getting the pink bear bear, which is a favourite colour, um, she was very happy and she's not been letting go of it since. <laughs> Sophie Barber's a health play specialist at Addenbrooke's. Afternoon, Sophie. Hello. It sounds like a fascinating role you've got. I'd love to find out a bit more about what exactly you do. First, so tell me about these bears. Jim said that they help the medical staff to look after well, some of your younger patients. Yeah, absolutely. So the bears are delivered to the emergency department and we give them out to the children that come here, whether they're injured, poorly, um, have things stuck up their noses, whatever. We just give them the bears to help them overcome what could be a really traumatic experience and give them something positive and comforting to help them with their hospital journey. It must be a bit scary coming to a big place like a hospital. I mean, it is for us adults, isn't it? And we know that it's sort of best for a child. It must be so daunting and anything you can do to make them feel just that little bit more at home must make all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important to try and create that positive environment for them. So actually, it is a little less scary. Obviously, we can't take away all of the scariness as, it is hospital and as you said it is a scary place and lots of things happen but we can try really hard to make it a really positive environment for them and create positive hospital experiences. As I mentioned Sophie I'm absolutely fascinated by your job can you tell me a little bit more about your role as a paediatric health place specialist what exactly is it that you do at Addenbrooke's? There's quite a lot that we do so we're based all across the wards so we prepare children for procedures, whether that's a blood test, CT scan, um, sedations. So we prepare the child for that using clay. So we use Lego CT scan models. We can use iPads, conversation, and we pop cannulas into teddy bears. 
to help them understand actually what they what is going to happen and then if we've prepared a child quite often we follow through with distraction for that procedure so we do bubbles we sing we dance we support them with positive praise and really build them up and support them through that procedure um, and then we also do um, post-procedural plays so we talk to them about how they felt about the procedure and you know if they're going to have a procedure for example a blood test again in the future what helped them with that blood test um, how we can support them for a future one and really sort of support them through their hospital experiences and find out what works for them and what doesn't so we cover basically start to finish where we can with the children that really need our support. I mean, I was expecting the play element of this, uh, helping distract the children. I was also sort of expecting the way that you help them come to terms with what's happened. What surprised me of what you just said there is the preparation for any procedure they are going to go through. They say that knowledge is power. This seems to be evidence of that in action. Yeah, so we are really firm believers that actually children need to know what is going to happen and they need to be able to understand it. And children learn through play. So teaching them about the procedures that are going to happen using play is the best source of learning for that child and the best way for them to understand it. When it comes to speaking to a child and getting information out of them about how they're feeling about a procedure or maybe what part of them hurts, I imagine that's very different to dealing with an adult patient. How do you go about that? Um, It's a lot of knowledge. You have to really have a good understanding of children and actually every child is different. So knowing what works for one child could be completely different to another child you have to take into account the age of the child um so it's really difficult actually especially in the emergency department gauging all of that from a child from knowing them for sort of five ten minutes you have to really pick up on a lot but it is definitely about working with the child to understand their level of knowledge and that's how you then prepare them knowing what's going to work for them Tell me a bit more about how you trained for your line of work. Did you start by training in medicine or did you start in a childcare setting and learn the medicine later? How does it work? So you start in a childcare setting, so you have to gain a level three in childcare. So that's usually sort of two years of just working with children, no medical anything involved, just learning all about children, how they develop, um and then from there you then do you have to do another two years just working with children to be able to go on to the degree so health play specialism is actually a full degree um so you go to university you study it um and then during that study period you have to do a certain certain amount of time working with children in hospital where you follow another play specialist and learn from them and then slowly start engaging with the children. And it's only really during that period of time that you're shadowing another play specialist, you learn the medical side of it. Mm. You learn about the different procedures you could prep for um, and distract for. You see a play specialist in, in action and that's where you really pick up on 
how to do your job, I guess, and learn about the medical things. And actually, our university degree isn't massively based on medical procedures. It's all fully learned from doing the job, seeing other people do the job and researching and reading up on different procedures that you will do. I suppose a lot of it must be seeing the world through the eyes of a child and putting yourself in their shoes, treating them as an equal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to really think about, you know, how how is that child feeling in this moment and how can I help them with their feelings and explore their feelings in order to gain the best possible outcome from this hospital experience. I imagine you must be so busy at Addenbrooke's. How many health place specialists are there in, say, a hospital like Addenbrooke's? We are a super busy team. Um, I think, I don't want to over, I think I'm overestimating, but I think there's about 20 of us. But we also have nursery nurses, which are a really great bunch that will engage in normalising play with the children, which is also really important for hospital experiences with children as well. Now, I've been lucky enough to visit Adam Brooks before with a group of our local brownies, and we've come to something called the Teddy Bear Hospital, where junior members of medical staff sort of do procedures on the children's teddy bears, mm-hmm. not only to prepare the children should they ever need to stay in hospital or come in for a procedure, but also to prepare the medical staff for talking to children. To what degree do you work with the other medical staff? I think it's really important for the medical staff to know how to engage with children. I think it really does make a difference. Um, So actually, the more work they do with children, so we try and get them to follow us around. We explain what we do. And, you know, I um, meet with the the doctor team some mornings and just talk about my role and give them a few, like, tips and pointers to helping them engage with children because actually it can be really scary engaging with a child um so actually it is really important for them to have some knowledge of understanding children it must be such a rewarding role you've got Sophie you must get so much out of it um absolutely I hands down think it's probably the best job and actually not many people know it exists so it's you know it is an amazing job we are very lucky to do what we do and have the impact that we do on a daily basis and I mean there's so much more than just playing with children we get rewards in so many other ways um we set up massive so we've got a massive week coming up called play in hospital week where we get to meet visitors we have all these people come and visit the children in hospital and seeing the difference that that makes to children that especially spend long periods of time in hospital really makes a difference and it really reminds you of why we do our job Sophie Barber, a health place specialist at Addenbrooke. Thank you very much indeed for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Cambridge 105 Radio.